The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Welcome to the Money Podcast. Now, I've just been asked to write an article for Marie Claire on how to get a pay rise, especially if you feel you're undervaluing yourself or you're not getting paid what you're worth. I have the article in front of me. I'm about to finish it and send it to them. And I thought it'd be good to share with you, if you are employed, six ways, a six-step process, if you like, of dramatically increasing your chances of getting a significant pay rise And then after, just to not leave all you entrepreneurs and hustlers out, I'll give you six ways to increase uh, the money that you bring in if you work for yourself. So first then, six ways to increase your salary if you're employed. But before that, two ways to guarantee not to do it. I've probably done, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a thousand interviews and salary review meetings. And two ways which really get my back up, and I can imagine most employers are the same, which will probably never get you a pay rise, is what a lot of people do are these. Never do them. Let's get the not to do's out of the way first. So the first thing is going to them saying, oh, I can't pay my bills, can't afford my car, can't afford my mortgage, can't afford my private jet, can't afford my food. And they come to you with their problems, trying to use emotional blackmail to say they can't afford for stuff. And you know what? The amount of times I've heard people say, I can't even afford to live, and they go and buy a new Mercedes on a lease, um, you know, or something like that. Or you see them going out every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. So the reality is people can afford their lifestyle that they choose. They spend the money that's important to them. So if you ever use that card to your employer... One, they don't care about you. They want you to manage your money better. They don't care. They don't want to pay you to fund your massive lifestyle. They want to pay you to get value to the company. So that won't work. And you'll slip up at some point and prove to them that you actually can afford to live. You're not down KFC licking people's fingers for food and picking up fag butts off the floor. So you can afford to live. So don't use that card. The next thing, and this really does get to me, um, and I try and be cool, but sometimes it's not cool, and that is to use another job as leverage. So I've got another job, I've got 25 million pound more pay, but if you match it, maybe I'll stay, maybe I won't. And then using you know, each employer, the new one and the old one, as a pawn to get a pay rise, it just builds bad will. It's not the way to do it. You might get some short-term leverage, but you'll build up some resentment. And then you'll always have to live up to that dramatically increased pay rise. Um, And then, of course, that can set off a, um, you know, like that game where the heads pop up and then you hammer them down. Heads pop up, hammer them down with all the other staff. So they're the two ways to not go about it. Now, here's my six step process for I couldn't say guarantee a pay rise all the time, but give you the best chances ever. So the first thing you need to do is let's have a look here. Um, One, know that you're in control in a role, i.e. you actually can get a pay rise. I'll come back to that. Number two, self-worth equals net worth. I'm going to detail these, by the way. I'm just setting the scene. Number three, plan your pitch. Number four, book the salary review or one-to-one meeting and prepare for it. Number five, approve your current and future value. 
Uh, and then number six, get agreed next outcomes and commitments. And then after that, I'm going to cover them for you entrepreneurs, which will be create more value, increase your prices, increase your quality of customers, actually pay yourself. <laughs> um, give your customers what they actually want, i.e. probably not what you're giving them, and then reducing your overheads and taxes. Okay, so my six-step process then for creating uh, dramatically increased chances of pay rise. Actually, I missed the third thing you shouldn't do if you're asking for a pay rise. Uh, and that is, oh, well, Dave in accounts got a pay rise, so I want a pay rise. It's not fair because Dave got a, a, a pay rise in accounts. Uh, and then I should get a pay rise too. That it doesn't work either because, number one, you don't pay someone just because someone else is getting paid. Number two, everyone creates different value. Number three, everyone is at a different point in the company. Um, uh, and number four, you know that people aren't being discreet with what they're getting paid, so you don't trust them anymore. So you don't pay them anymore so, um, so that they don't go and tell someone else that they're paying more. All right, anyway, back to the six-step process. Okay, so I, I've got a first check. Are you actually in a role where you can get pay rises? Because if you're in the public sector, you know, where you get inflationary reviews every year of 1.1%, or you're in a company where, you know, the board's been the board for 28,000 years, um, and the partners have been the partners for a millennium, and you're 22, and the, the, the next uh, review will be when you're 65. So if you're in a role where it's just virtually impossible to progress or get pay rises, that's on you. And you've got to think about that and seriously think about your career. It's also, you know, me just giving you a caveat because my system, which whilst it does work, um, it doesn't work in every company. So you've got to be in the right company. Now, a lot of people say to me when I do content like this, well, Rob, aren't you just scared that all your staff will come to you for a pay rise? Actually, I want them to. I want all my staff to want more money and to want a pay rise. Uh, not by doing the three things I told you not to do and by doing these next five things. So if all my staff after this money podcast and life feed video come to me for a pay rise following this five-step process, I'll be really chuffed. I mean, they're probably not listening to my stuff anyway, but I'll be really chuffed because I'll make money when they make money. Uh, and the great win-win uh, when you look to increase your salary is uh, you make more money, your company makes more money. That's the win-win. So tell me as the employer how I can make money in my company and prove it, and then you're getting more money. All right, so the second thing, though, is your self-worth. I've been in a lot of uh, actual agreed salary reviews where the, kind of, the team kind of go there, oh, well, I don't really know what you paid. Well, what do you think? Oh, well, it's up to you. And, you know, a lot of people don't like talking about money. They don't ask him for money. So you've got to realize that you're unique. Your life experience, which you've had for 20 or 30 or 40 years, everything that you know, everything that you've done, that all is who you are. Um, your skills, your talents, your knowledge, your experience, you know, just your personality, that all has value. Uh, and if you can't ask for a pay rise and if you can't talk about money, that's on you and you've got to look at increasing your self-worth and then that will increase your net worth. And you might need a few audio books and listen to more of my podcasts to work on that part. I've definitely on the Disruptive Entrepreneur done a couple of episodes on self-worth equals net worth and how to increase your self-worth. Okay, that's the next thing. Three, plan your pitch. So you've got to be really prepared. If you go unprepared, um, you're going to let yourself down. And I've seen people internally um, go for jobs and they're totally unprepared, in which case they're never going to get the job. Um, so here's how you prepare. The, you, you plan what um, you want to increase your salary by, and then you plan what extra revenue, cost savings, system and time savings that you've brought the company so far in the last year or while you've been employed. And you put that in a measurable, hard facts like key performance indicators, cash saved, cash made, increased revenue, and you actually write it all down. You show the gross and the net. So, you know, what you brought into the company, what the, um, the net to the company would be, and then what the, um, you know, net increase in um, or, or what the net value would be that you've brought. 
um, and you evidence it. That's really important. It's, not, it's okay to come to a meeting with a notebook and have it written down in evidence. Don't fudge the figures. I've been in meetings where people have fudged the figures. You completely lose. Um, to, so use the proof of the stats. Show whatever screenshots and stats and proof and printouts you can. Uh, okay, and then while you're planning your pitch, which moves you into number four, which is booking the salary review meeting or the one-to-one, -one, make sure the review meeting or the one-to-one -one or the salary review you've got is with someone who can push a pay rise through. Because if it's a manager, but they've got three managers they've got to go through, then you're just going to get it stuck. So in advance, make sure someone can actually make that call or go to the person who can make that call. So then the fourth thing is actually having the meeting with the, the, the manager or the, um, the CEO or, you know, whoever, head of HR. Be five minutes early. Try and book a time when you know they're in a good mood. Try and get a nice, light, open, airy room where you're not going to get interrupted. Dress up, look smart. What is it he says, Dixie, uh, Dizzy Rascal? Fix up, look smart. What, you know, be, go, go like you mean it. Um, then show grace, gratitude and calm, emotional state. Show gratitude to your employer that you love the role. Um, you know, you really like the relationship. But what you want to do is increase revenues for the company and improve the relationship. And then you do your pitch and you show them what you've made them in the last two, three, five years, however long you've been there, six months even. You show them what you've saved them. You show them systems that have saved time. You put a value on time, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, uh, whatever. Um, uh, Janine has just mentioned that you could have a third party present. Absolutely. So a manager and then someone in HR. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You want to do that. Uh, and then when you've done your um, pitch, then you ask for your raise. But let's say you've not been in the role that long. What you then need to do is you need to go, OK, well, in the next year, I'm going to make you this. I'm going to do this, this, this and this. Um, it's going to increase the top line by 100 grand, the bottom line by 20 grand. Um, and I propose that you pay me a 15% bonus of £3,000 uh, on proven delivery of increase of 100 grand top line, 20 grand bottom line. What do you think? Um, and so, you know, because if you've not been there that long or you're in an admin role where it's kind of hard to show what you can increase, you make the pitch and then you get paid when you've done it. Um, it'll be very difficult for any um, employer, especially if they're entrepreneurial, um, to turn that down. If someone pitched me that, I'm in. I'd go for it. And also, if you pitch future revenue and then you get the share, it's no risk to me as the employer, no risk whatsoever. And you're showing me that you're creative, that you're solving problems. If you do that, not only are you going to get that money, you're probably going to get a promotion and I'm probably going to go to you again going, right, how can you make me 200 grand and I'll pay you six grand. So, you know, that, that really works. Um, not, remember, not in, all, not in all, all the public sector companies. All right, and then number six is you have to then get cleared outcomes and agreements, i.e. Um, I've proved past value. I'm proving future value. Um, we're looking to agree this. What are the next actions? By when am I going to get my pay rise? OK, you can't agree that now. By when can we agree that and get it written down? And when, as Janine said, if you have HR as well as, um, you know, the manager in the meeting, then you can, you know, you can get that evidenced. Because um, if you have no next actions, they'll just go and disappear and it'll all just, um, you know, float away into the ether. Now, Brian Tracy said to me, if you want to earn more money, especially in a salaried role, this is what you do. You seek out the job or the role that pays the salary you desire. And then you go and do that role. You skill up and deliver that role. And then you get paid what that role pays. OK, now on to you entrepreneurs, you self-employed people, you hustlers, you guys who are working 12 hours a day and not paying yourself much because you've got that big dip. Quit your job, expected to be a millionaire in a year. You've got a dip where the money is all out and not in. 
Here are six ways that you can increase your pay, your value, your revenue. So number one is you've got to create more value. The world will not pay you until you create more value. You know, your employers don't pay you, pay you until you've proven value. So go out and give value to the world, whether that's, um, you know, getting a, a more on-point message or finding a more um, tight demographic of clients who appreciate what you do or a higher quality of clients, which is number three. Or solving bigger, better problems or giving more product and services, um, you know, more bonuses, etc. cetera. Uh, the second thing you've got to do is increase your prices. So many people are charging a tenner um, for something that costs them 11 quid. Um, so you've got to increase your prices. And of course, there are all fears. Or, oh, if I increase my prices, I'll lose my customers, I'll lose business. If you increase your prices, you'll only lose the customers that want that tenner for a fiver. Uh, and you'll attract better quality of customers. Now, again, on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, podcast. Sorry, I'm speaking fast. I've got a board meeting at half nine. Um, I've done how to increase your prices dramatically. I've already done content on that. So go and listen to that. All right, the third thing then, as I said, is increase the quality of your customers. If you increase the quality of your customers who pay more freely, who are less demanding, uh, who refer more customers, who've got more money, um, you know, who value time saving and not just, you know, pound for pound and trying to, um, you know, just a cost-based purchase, then you're going to increase your revenue, increase your referral. That in turn reducing your, is your overhead because there's demand on your customer service and your time. Number four then, you've got to start paying yourself. So many self-employed people are like, oh, well, I've been working for myself for 94 years and I haven't drawn a salary yet because the business can't afford it. But I'm just making sure that I don't uh, overstress the business. A business has got to pay you or it's not a business. It's a hobby. So the smart thing to do is to immediately get it to start paying you, but you just start with what it can afford. Even if you pay 25 quid in the first month, 50 in the second, 75 quid in the third, 150 quid in the fourth, 300 quid in the fifth, because here's what you'll do naturally. As you slightly increase the overhead, it will naturally encourage and force you to increase the turnover because you need to to pay for the increased overhead. So if you just gently nudge up the overhead, nudge, 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 there's no dramatic things you need to do to increase the turnover. So you just nudge, 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 just naturally. Uh, and then all of a sudden, two or three years down the line, you've got a really decent salary. But if you, if you don't pay yourself and don't have an incentive to nudge up the turnover, you don't drive the turnover up. I'll give you an analogy. I used to do China, Qigong, Chinese kickboxing, all of that. And one of the strategies that the, the, the um, old Chinese uh, used to use for increasing their, their strength, and especially in their legs and their jumping and their kicking, is they would um, dig a small hole and jump in and out of it. And then they'd just get a rid, of, rid of a few layers of the soil, so it was just like an inch deeper, in and out, jump in and out, and in and out, and, in and, out. and then an inch more, then an inch more, then an inch more, then an inch more. They'd do this naturally and progressively over time, uh, and then before you know it, you're in a three or a four foot hole and you can jump out. And then once they'd done that, they'd put a t-shirt on, jump out, jump out, jump out, jump out. Then they'd put two t-shirts on, jump out, jump out, jump out, and so on and so on and so on. So they're just naturally, incrementally increasing, increasing, increasing. So there's no shock to the body or the system. And over time, you know, they've got, you know, you see some of the crazy flying kicks some of these Chinese kickboxers can do. And so that's what you do with your overhead by paying yourself. Don't make reckless decisions. Um, but what a lot of people do is pay themselves nothing for three years. They can't afford anything. They make volatile, emotional, bad decisions in the business. Then when they do try and pay themselves, they pay too much because they're trying to, you know, cover the, the lack of overhead since 1985. All right, number five is give your customers what they actually want. A lot of people are offering old products and services that are out of date or products and services that they love but the customers don't want. You know, you might, you should maybe pivot or create new products or ask your customers by crowdsourcing, what do you want? What do you need? What are your problems? What are your pains? And then give them that solution. 
Uh, and then sixth way uh, for entrepreneurs to increase um, your money and pay yourself more is to reduce your overhead. If you've got a bit um, swollen, a bit lazy, if they're every, every three months going through your bank st statements and cancel all your direct debits, make sure that you go change suppliers every six months to a year, um, you know, with your, your printing and your stationery and everything else, uh, and just keep that overhead really lean. Okay, I hope you found that useful. Let me just do a quick summary for you. So how to significantly increase your salary or your income as a self-employed person or as an employed person. If you're employed, the three things you never do are one, tell your employee, employer you can't cover your, your bills and use emotional leverage. Two, tell them you're thinking of leaving to use it as leverage um, to keep you. And then three, play your new employer off with your old employer off as pawns by saying, well, they've offered me more money and I want you to match it, etc. They're the three things I think you should never do. The six things you should do to dramatically increase your salary is number one, make sure you're in a role where you actually can get an increase and you're in the private sector and you're in an entrepreneurial company. Number two, check your self-worth. You've got to ask for money. You've got to do pitching to get your money. No one's just going to give you money. Um, and you might need to do some work on your self-worth and filling yourself up and your fears of asking for money. Number three, plan your pitch before you go into the meeting. Number four, book the review meeting with maybe HR and your manager and do your pre-planned pitch with proven measurable results um, from past or from future. Um, and then ask for 10 to 15 percent of that as a salary raise or a bonus based on past or future performance and then get agreed commitment and outcomes um, from HR and from your manager for a specific date to get that raise. And then for entrepreneurs, create more value, increase your prices, increase the quality of your customers, actually start paying yourself incrementally and incrementally increase it. Give your customers what they actually want, not what you're trying to force feed them, and then reduce your overhead in the form of expenses and taxes and so on. So thanks for tuning into this money audio podcast and the, the live feed too. If you're watching the live feed, make sure you subscribe to the money podcast, my new podcast. Uh, and if you're listening to the podcast and watching the video, make sure you're in our um, sister community for these podcasts and live feeds, which is called the Disruptive Entrepreneur Community. Just search Disruptive Entrepreneur Community on Facebook. You'll find us. Request to join. I'll let you in. Thanks a lot. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.